Hello, world. Hello, hello, hello. You're tuned into Freak Trains on East Village Radio. It's your girl, Rachel, and your boy, Phil. Philly T in the house. Was that good? I've been listening to a lot of Hot 97 in the morning. That was so Hot 97. I love it. <laughs> um, thanks for tuning in. We have a really good episode coming up today. Uh, Andy Beta, who is an excellent writer on on things all across the music spectrum is going to be in the studio with us today. He's coming in at two 30, right? Yeah. Um, to play some records and chat with us about what he's been up to lately. What else do we have going on, Phil? Uh, we've got a special call at the end of the show with the man, Ryan McRaihu, AKA Thug and Trancer, who released his first album on software in 2014 called death after life. He's going to hop on the air with us to talk about his 2016 plans, which includes dun, 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 a new album on software. Yes. And we're also going to hear from Mr. Ben Steidel from Co-op Records to have for his title select of the week and Rick from Ad Hoc for his Rick pick for what you should do in New York City this weekend. Yeah, it's going to be a, a really good one. The track you just heard was Kitchen Congas from Vietnam that came out on Mexican Summer a couple years ago. I think it was the first thing that we put out right when I started as a wee intern. 2012, we were both such wee interns back I know, then. Brought me back. Now, um, we're, now we're doing this full time on the radio. <laughs> yeah. yeah, look at us now. Uh, keep it locked on East Village Radio. Yeah, we've got Stay up next. Up next is King of Kings by Lilacs and Champagne, released also in 2012. This is like a 2012 throwback, mm. throwback segment. Mm. All right, let's blast it.
Oh, right. It's getting freaky already on this fine, fine Friday in New York City. Hey, yeah. that was Dream Girls by the Fresh and Onlys. And before that was another throwback 2012 jam, Lalex and Champagne. Yeah, I love I love both of those bands. Nicest people in show business. It's so great to work with artists who are actually like cool people to hang I out know. with. I know. I know. Lalex and Champagne is uh, comprised of Emil Amos and Alex Hall, and they're two really awesome dudes. They also have a band called Grails that rules. Um, but if you liked that more experimental sound of theirs, definitely check out their records that we put out. They're really, really awesome. And then the Fresh and Onlys are, of course, just just an amazing bunch of janglers. Love them. So up next, we've got a Kurt Vile track, during which time we're going to call Ben Steidel from Co-op Records. And when we're back with you on air, we'll have Ben, and he will tell you what his record selection of the week is. And if you guys are local to New York, or if you know what Discogs is, you can pick up the record from Co-op Records. Mm. But for now, this is Kurt Vile. My best friends don't even pass this. My best friends don't even pass this way again. I think I must have insulted them.
like this with a clenching fist Oh, but nicotine is even in my dreams We tried to school you, but you just cut Listening to Freak Terrains on East Village Radio. Just a quick, quick reminder: Freak Terrains is brought to you by Mexican Summer Software and Anthology Recordings. We're based out of 87 Guernsey Street in Greenpoint, New York, and we work right above the wonderful, the greatest Co-op Records. And with us on the air right now is Ben Steidel, the man. Ben, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? Hello, Ben. We are doing. Hi. We are doing very well. Feeling very freaky, and feeling very ready for your pick of the week. Cool. Okay. Should I intro it? Hell yeah! What you got? <clears throat> um, this week I picked a track by a group from Atlanta called Twins. Um, the tune is called "Nothing Left," um, and it's on a label called Clear. <clears throat> Came out a little earlier this year. Um, I really like the record. It really has kind of grown on me. It's a good mix of sort of dark cold wave but with some more dance floor house music influence than you might expect from a lot of that kind of stuff um yeah so uh that's why i picked it for this week um i think it's a it's a good tune and the whole record's pretty solid nice what's the deal with clear i've never heard of that label before um it's pretty new i think it's maybe based in chicago but one of the girls that runs it lives in brooklyn um Mm -hmm. a friend of mine which is how i came upon it, um, but I think they've only put out like two or three records. I, I think this, the Twins LP is the third thing they put out. Nice. And people yeah. people nearby can come scoop that baby up from co-op, Definitely. correct? Yes. They can scoop it up right here, yeah. Cool. Fantastic. Thank you, Ben. Let's play. Yeah. What's the name of the song again? Sorry. Uh, it's called Nothing Left, which Nothing... is the title track from the album. Yeah. Awesome. Nothing left by Twins on Clear. Thank you, Ben. Shouts to Stephanie Neptune. Let's blast it. Thank you, Ben. Thanks.
Freak Terrains on East Village Radio. You are tuned. You are locked. You are enjoying the sounds. Hey, right? y'all. Right? <laughs> right? Make sure you guys follow us on Mexican Summer, at Mexican Summer, on Twitter, on Instagram, yep. on the Facebooks. If you like old stuff, reissued in nice packages, and you like the song that we just played by Bernard Fevre, then make sure you follow us at Anthology Records, at Anthology Recordings, right? Yes. Recordings. On, uh, yeah. On Twitter. And Instagram and Facebook. Instant Graham Cracker. Instant Graham Crackers for everyone when you like us on Facebook. That's it. <laughs> That's a freak terrain's guarantee. <laughs> and if you like the weirder electronic stuff, make sure you follow Software Label on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're going to play one more tune and then the man Andy Betta will come in and talk about his life, his writings, and his music. So stay tuned. This is Freak Trains on East Village Radio. Listening to Freak Terrains. Yeah. Andy Beta has just entered the studio. Welcome, Andy. Thanks for having me here. As I was saying earlier, uh, many years walking past the, the glass windows, 
always always off to somewhere else and now it's the destination now you're inside the glass walls of east Mm -hmm. village radio and all all those years of throwing stones are now gonna come back (laughs) upon me (laughs) all of your best friends and worst enemies will come by and throw stones at you Mm -hmm. now that would be exciting it would be exciting (laughs) um so tell us a little bit about yourself you're a writer for many many publications yes i have been a ronin for an extremely long time when did you get started doing that oh man um i uh, one of my roommates <laughs> in college in austin texas he had a, a zine called indie which had nothing to do with indie music it was actually more <laughs> male art and extremely weird rare obscure composers the likes of which i think even if i dug out an issue now no one would know right um but he had a an amazing record store in austin um, called 33 degrees and it's now called end of an ear shout out to end of an ear yeah, yeah. shout out to end of an ear into daniel plunkett um for giving me my start and letting me write about what did i write about in that magazine I think I wrote about <laughs> Boards of Canada and like Charlie Feathers and an obs- obscure industrial noise zine. So right, is that where you're from, Texas? Yes, I'm from Texas. Um, oh, cool. From San Antonio, primarily. Very nice. Yes. I I had some really good tacos in San Antonio oh, once. They're, they're very delicious. Yeah, and you you came to our Marfa Festival a couple of years ago. I did. I was very blessed to do that because. In the, the years that I was in Texas, Marfa was literally only known for the Marfa lights. Right. And so the fact that there's this, you know, the Judd compound wasn't even really known until sort of after his death and the sort of subsequent arts right. revival scene happening there. And yeah, I mean, I had a really great time at Marfa and fingers crossed I'm going to get to go back next year. Oh, yeah, you should definitely come. It's going to be good. Yeah, for sure. It was a really fun weird time yeah <laughs> uh i heard a really funny story about you guys going to a house show and and the band just performing like surrounded in tinfoil or something surrounded in tinfoil um <laughs> oh, what were they called like department of jammable resources i think is the <laughs> name of the band and, and i'm ap- apologizing to the jammable resources industry if i've <laughs> said their name wrong shout out but, to the jammable resources industry yeah and it that was actually very exciting because I kind of came up going to like punk hardcore shows in people's houses and in my own house I used to have many festivals of eight to ten bands playing in our living room in San Antonio and cool yeah I was you felt know. like the good old days yeah and I, I, it's funny I think at some point now people just think that you know I write about dance music and that's what I know and, and when that, honestly I came up in like punk hardcore. Sure. You put the shows on in your house. You, you know, you kind of sneak into the bars because you're not old enough to get in. Right. Right. And yeah, so that's, I guess the spirit is, you know, what leads me to these other things. Nice. Are you going to play some of those other things for us today? <laughs> yes, there are many other things. Um, I guess I'm going to start with this thing here because I had a special request um, per a piece I wrote a couple months ago about spiritual jazz essentials and oh yeah I read that it was beautiful thank you um this was not on the list but is definitely worthy of the list so I guess I'm gonna just hit play on it 
Yeah, go for it.
Listening to Freak Terrains on East Village Radio. Our guest today in the studio playing some tunes is Andy Beta. Hello. Make sure you guys follow him on Twitter at Beta World Peace. That's such a good Twitter handle. <laughs> Thank you. I hope it remains relevant as Meta World Peace, you know, falls out of the NBA. Uh, there was a time I was going to try to change it to uh, Panda Bear's friend because when he went to China <laughs> to play basketball, he his changed his name to Panda's like Panda friend, and I was like, Panda Bear's friend. Panda Bear's friend. <laughs> I've met Noah before. I can say I'm Panda Bear's friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, world peace is always relevant, right? Exactly. Yes. So, um, so that was a that was a cool Don Cherry track. Yes, and that's a uh, duo with him and Latif Khan, the oh, tabla nice. player. Um, Don Cherry, I guess, traveling the world before world music, and you know. Yeah, getting a lot of different flavors into what he's doing. Um, I like this one. This this one feels very loose, but also kind of focused. Like some of the, mm-hmm. you know, some of those other records that have like the Gamelon and Sonny Chirac and right. Carl Berger there. Yeah, I was you know, gonna say like, as far as spiritual jazz goes, this one's pretty like restrained. Mm-hmm. And you know, I, I guess with someone like Don Cherry, it never really feels like it's explicitly a spiritual thing, but just sort of who he is and how he resonates. Mm. Kind of imbued with that. Yes. Well, Everywhere he goes, yeah. there he was. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I want to hear about going to Alice Coltrane's ashram. Uh, Alice Coltrane's ashram. Yes, I had uh, the extreme honor and privilege to go there. Um, I guess it was two summers ago. Um, I went out to L.A., I was working on a story with uh, Flying Lotus, Stephen Ellison, who is, um, she is his great aunt. Oh, okay. And, yeah, okay. And, you know, I kind of knew about the ashram just in years prior. And I guess in 2011, someone at Dub Lab was like, man, have you never heard the ashram tapes? And, you know, gave me like files of like, I think three of the four of the ashram tapes and, you know, it was like, like, wow, I didn't, you know, who knew that these things even existed? Mm. And I guess they've sort of become cool and, you know, the internet since then in terms of like being right. like uploaded to YouTube, but you know, they're not really for sale sort of items. I don't believe, you know? Yeah. Um, but I was, you know, when I was out there interviewing Flylo, I was, I was like, man, you know, I know he's very connected to this. Like, it'd be great to, you know, go out there with him and kind of like see how he responds to it and just kind of get this different angle to him. Um, but he wasn't really having it. 
Um, which, you know, I understand. That's it's a very important thing. You don't really want some dude rolling up, sure. you know, trying to yeah. take selfies of yourself on the ashram or whatever. <laughs> um, but I was, you know, I, I really wanted to go. And there's only like a few hours on Sunday that you can go there. So I drove up there by myself. And yeah, it's not close to anything. You know, you kind of drive to the foot of the Santa Monica Mountains and you go out there. Um, and I rolled up and it was like really, really quiet. And, you know, not like, oh, I don't belong, but it was just like a very, like, man, I just straight up rolled out here. <laughs> You know, I, like I as even, if you should have walked there or something. <laughs> You're just like, I'm not necessarily converting to, you know, Hinduism or whatever, you know, but it was like, okay, I'm going to just kind of go and check this out. And I was actually too nervous to actually enter the building. And so I kind of walked around a little bit for a while and you could see, um, you know, there's these like portraits of Sai Baba, AKA, the man with the giant afro who you know created narc champa because that's the main guy and then but then these portraits of her you know and she's kind of garlanded and this like saffron like drapery like around her pictures and they're like these kind of beatific pictures of her Mm -hmm. um i didn't take any pictures of that stuff but you know then i was like okay and i walked into the you know there's no one else around and you just kind of go into this room and I think there were probably like eight people in total there. So I easily stood out and there was no way to sort of blend in to the, you know, sometimes you want to sneak into a church and you're like, oh, I'm going to just sit in the back row and right. then I'll just leave kind of after communion or something. And that was not happening. Um, and so I kind of just like took part and it was basically, you know, they pref- you know, like if you've heard the tapes, you know, it's like these bajans mm-hmm. and it's just kind of, very cyclical, you know, that just kind of goes one into the next into the next. And yeah, it was, it never ceased to be an awkward experience in some regards. And, but it was very nice. And, you know, afterwards we had like some like Trader Joe's banana bread or something and like strawberry <laughs> lemonade. And they were very nice and welcoming. And I, and I, I felt sort of bad because I was there sort of as a reporter trying to get these details. And yet at the same time, I wasn't like, oh, I'm interviewing Steven. You remember little Steven, da, 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 da. And, but you know, it it was very, they were very welcoming despite the fact that I wasn't there to convert or, you know, look inward. And (laughs) I mean, I guess, uh, you know, that would do myself a disservice to say I was not there to look inward but um you know you kind of have these weird sort of spiritual adventures and then you kind of come away being like do i feel spiritual or like more fully realized after doing it or is it just a sort of interesting voyage but well the woman i spoke to who was you know the organist and kind of conducting everything this woman named rada she has this very in the, in the times I've communicated with her, she's this very sort of, I don't want to say like ESP, but just, you know, she's very aware of things. And, mm-hmm. you know, I remember talking to her and she was like, I feel like I'm being interviewed. 
And it was just like, man, you know, it's like you can't really mask your intention from her. Right. She kind of sees through it. And even in like email exchanges with her, she would kind of tell this story and I'd be like, man, I, I kind of feel the story is about me in some way in this kind of rambling email that doesn't mm -hmm. didn't quite seem to be about me. But then I feel like she's slightly insinuating it may be about me. Mm. Right. But um, yeah, and actually at the ashram, I picked up two of the tapes and a photo of her in this booklet she wrote called Monument Eternal in like the cool. 1970s, which is a very wild book. She yeah. talks about the different planes in astral projection and what you will encounter on these different planes mm -hmm. in a casual way that you may talk about, you know, the streets outside and, you know, you're like, oh, you know, there's a pizza parlor there and, you know, get the cheese slice or something, you know, she's yeah. like on this plane there, people are just these orbs and there's no arms and legs and Whoa. telling stories about freaking the family dog out when she was astral projecting and <laughs> stuff like that. Wow. Oh. Yeah, it was, and apparently there's a couple more books as well, but this one's a, a lot of bananas in, yeah. in a very small book, you know. <laughs> wow. Um, and I have a larger piece on her kind of forthcoming, I guess, in the Pitchfork Review. Nice. Which should hopefully be published by before the end of the year. That's awesome. Kind of explaining who she is to the cool. people out there. Right. and. Um, I actually sort of argue that John Coltrane's spiritual journey, I think, of Alice as being the catalyst for that. Mm -hmm. And despite the fact when you read many John Coltrane biographies, she barely warrants mention. Right. right. So, yeah. But it, it was also very difficult to learn a lot about Alice Coltrane, I found. So, in what ways? Just in, you know, doing research and looking at books and sort of how she was portrayed in the jazz world and, you know, mm -hmm. digging up old issues of um, downbeat and, mm -hmm. you know, seeing these albums get like one and a half stars and mm -hmm. talk about how wispy and kind of not strong her playing is and whatnot. Right. It was a very wow. fascinating to sort of, you know, she seems m as important at this point totally. than as Coltrane was, you know. Right. Yeah. There's a total shift in perception to her in the past mm -hmm. four years. Definitely. And, and I think that, that shift will kind of continue. You know, I mean, yeah. she did very beautiful, important work, none of which I brought today. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, what do we have next in the queue then, if not Alice? Um, this is something that's fairly new for me. And this is a shout out to my friend Phil Sherburn, who sent it to me. And it's a Polish guitarist. Raphael Rojinski um, and th the release is called plays John Coltrane and Langston Hughes cool. nice
We're back on Freak Trains with our man Andy Beta. Very nice. Very Thank soothing. You. That was a Polish guitarist. Polish guitarist, Rafael Rojinski. And you've discovered that track and the guitarist from Philip Sherburn. Yes. Who's another writer. I guess I couldn't say I discovered it if, you know. True. Phil is the man. <laughs> you checked your email and Phil sent yeah. you a song. I know. It was instant discovery, such as the world of music writing. You right. check your email and maybe you find something. Yeah. yeah. How do you how do you cope with the amount of music that I'm sure you get sent every hour? And um, and like wade through it and like find what you like. I primarily ignore it. Mm. That's uh, kind of the coping mechanism. I mean, yeah. It's a very difficult sort of thing and I was thinking about it the other day in light of somewhere on my on my old blog I had a list of you know these albums that I enjoyed of like the 2000s you know just like things that weren't getting mentioned in all the like the the hits of the aughts or whatever and mm -hmm. you know I was like wow I really listened to a wide range of stuff and I feel like since then things have narrowed in a great way in terms of you know not, not that I'm necessarily less adventurous, but I just feel like less stuff sort of gets to me in some regards, you know, mm. or maybe it was just a, literally a matter of getting more CDs in the mail. And right. if not checking out those CDs that were sent in the mail, if you, as many music writers would do, is just stack them all up and Move take them, them to the store, yeah. you know, take them to other music. And then you're like, oh, well, I'll check out these other things now that I've sold a hundred CDs and I'll buy like right. five. Right. Um, but yeah, I feel like things have definitely sort of narrowed in some regards. And I, you know, I think I mentioned earlier, you know, being known more now for writing about dance music and electronic music and people think that's literally all I want to talk mm. about or hear, um, you know, it's just kind of untrue, you know, I still sure. like other things, but I don't know. I just, I don't spend as much time tracking stuff down in some regards. Yeah. I mean, right. At your absolute peak, you have a hundred percent attention span for something, and you know, the more things you put into that, it just dilutes everything else. You know. Yeah. I mean, not that. I mean, I, I kind of envy s certain writers who you know only have to do like one review a month or something. And, yeah. You know, or like, like a wow. track review or something. Not, not that I would want to be like God. I would just love to spend like a month thinking about Adele. Yeah. I don't know if that's quite. You know what I would want either, but right. You know, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a nice luxury to spend more time with something, and and mm -hmm. I think with features, that was sort of the most enjoyable. I, a couple of years ago, I had to write about Ariel Pink, and, and you know, I had to think about Ariel Pink for many, many weeks, and like only right. listen to Ariel Pink, and you know, f get deep into the slime of Ariel Pink, and <laughs> hang out with him for days yeah, on end. Exactly, and yeah. Did you find yourself like dressing like Ariel or talking like Ariel by the end of it? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm pretty much the opposite. Yeah, I'm, I'm the exclamation like point yourself. to Ariel Pink as Ariel Pink's <laughs> kind of like the hunched over kind of question mark. Right. <laughs> fair <laughs> so enough. A fair balance struck, I guess. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I think that's what I enjoy most about, you know, when you do get the opportunity to write about features is, you know, you can really kind of deep dive into something and, right. you know, try to get as and, you know, this is the beautiful thing about music is, you know, there's no bottom to it. You can really kind of keep going and keep going and, yeah. and what have you. Um, but yes, so. 
So what? If has... I have not replied to your promo emails, now you know why. Because <laughs> I just literally um, ignore them. Yeah, I mean it's a oh. testament to the Philip Sherpin track you just played. I think that no matter the the year or the era or the technology, mm -hmm. uh, discovery of music always is best when coming from a friend's recommendation. Mm -hmm. It's true, and you know I feel like that maybe is sort of how it goes. You know, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, as we probably know when. If Matthew Worth's gonna recommend a an album to you, you're like, let yeah. me type this down. Yeah, let <laughs> me like write this on my arm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go set up an eBay search. Right. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, yes, and I, I'm sure. I think Matthew's DJing tonight, and there will be many times where I'm like, what is this? Yeah. 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 We'll hope he divulges. Yeah. Yeah. He's uh, usually pretty good about sharing his <laughs> picks. Exactly. Um, should we queue up something else? Yeah. Yes. Sure I guess I'm going to stay on the jazz tip here. Awesome. This is a uh, Jackie McLean record. I don't even know when it's from. Let's oh. go with 75. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I'm going to go early to mid 60s. It's kind of in that weird. Let's go with 54. <laughs> modernist post bop. Mm. Cool. You're listening to Freak Trains on East Village Radio.
Yes. You're listening to Freak Trains on East Village Radio, the Mexican Summer Software Label Anthology Recordings Joint. We're here in the studio with Andy Beta playing us some smooth jazz. <laughs> <laughs> I prefer to think it's abstract. <laughs> abstract. Not quite. I guess it's kind of smooth. It's very like anti-gravity jazz nice. in some regards. Very light. Yes. Yeah, it's it's a it's a good all-around vibe in the studio right now. Right down to the vibes themselves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well-timed vibraphonist. Thank you. Indeed. Perfect perfect timing for the Bobby Hutcherson song. <laughs> <laughs> so so far you've played some older stuff and talked about some of the some older generations of music. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we were curious about some new stuff that you're excited about. Yeah. Oh man. It's one of those questions that every time I get it, I immediately right. Yeah, the, the, the curtain drops. Completely. Or what's like the last thing that like grabbed you? Oh that... man, <laughs> I'm sure I'd have to go and like dig through the list or whatever. Um, yeah. Yeah, you, know, you know, there's every once in a while you kind of get certain like 12 inches or something, and it's very exciting. Um, I actually didn't find the 12 inch, but somehow f- tracked down MP3s of this guy, PLO man. Mm-hmm. Um, who is. I honestly can't tell you if he's from Berlin or Vancouver, but he seems to be somewhere in between kind of <laughs> Vancouver mood hut sound. I mean, right. mood hut guys for sure, like all that stuff. Are, you know? Yeah. Since I obviously like vibes. <laughs> Mood Hut vibes. Yeah. Um, Mood Hut vibes are very strong right now. Yes. Mm-hmm. DC's Future Times. You know, we, we talked about Max D earlier. We're going to give a shout out. Yeah. Um, Much less the DC crew. Exactly. They got a new comp out, Vibe 3. Oh, nice. More vibes. Check that out. This is the theme. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, let's see. I got this other thing called Attitudes and Error, which is, I think, on the same le- label as PLO Man. Cool. A label that very annoyingly presses this very small amount of records and then they immediately right. go for lots of money on discogs. Or they don't even actually go for money on discogs, but just everyone puts them at 80 euros. Right. It's kind of a dumb game, the internet. <laughs> There's this 10 inch label called, I think it's like Brothers from Another Mother. Hmm. <laughs> It's this French mm-hmm. French label, and they only press like 200 copies, and all the 10 inches are really good, and they're sold out like right off the bat. And you can oh, only yeah. get them from Synchrophone, the store in France. Oh, uh, God. And every time I hear about a record coming out, even if it's the day before, I go on Discog, and it's already at like 50 euros. Right. I'm like, guys. Crazy. You can't know, do that. Internet famous isn't enough famous, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Just, you know, just because you have like, 80 reviews on Discogs about the pressing, it doesn't quite translate to actual relevance or what have you so totally right um and there are plenty of producers i know who will put out a record and then the record will sell out and go for 120 euros and they're like cool i saw like 100 100 bucks for putting out that record Mm -hmm. yeah you would think you know with my capitalist mindset you'd be like why don't you just repress it and you know right not let someone in russia sell it for 100 euros you know (laughs) That's the only way you win the battle. Totally. Flood the Lowering the price so yeah. the Russian discogs guys can't win. You can't let the Russians win. Uh, Sorry. 
World peace. Focus on that. Yeah, world, yes, world peace. Still? Sorry. Okay, uh, so we wanted to, to on that note, oh, have yes. you play? Um, you know, else? this I just got from the guys at Mr. Saturday Night. Nice. Um, it's this someone named Atlas. So, I guess we can see what happens. I love this low trombone line, though.
we've got Andy Bed in the studio. Listen Woo. to Freak Trains on East Village Radio. Extra, extra freaky. Extra that was a good one. Freaky. Yeah, new Mr. Saturday Night. Yeah, new Mr. Saturday Night. It's good. It's kind of a little noisy, kind of a little African flavor to it, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Nice little distortion going. Mr. Friday Afternoon. Mr. Friday <laughs> Afternoon. <laughs> exactly. Um, Are they done with their parties now? Their summer parties? Um, I think so, yeah. I think they just sort of... You know, they've been doing them in Industry City, and then I think the last one or two they kind of did out at uh, Nowadays, which yeah. is like their spot. Yeah. Um, I went out there one or two times, and I actually got to see like the the interior spot that they're going to be making into a club. I mean, mm-hmm. it's it like a pretty huge, sweet. Well, it's a huge club. Yeah, it, it's going to be rad. Like, I'm yeah. pretty psyched. Psyched in the, you know, not in the... Oh, I'm going to go out till five in the morning way, but just like, yeah. what a great spot yeah. for kids. I'm glad this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> and it's super close to Transpicos, so it's more like yeah, it's close to Transpicos. Um, we were actually going out there a lot because we were going to the, the joy parties that were that would take place like a block away. What are the joy parties? I actually probably can't discuss it on the air. It's a, a secret oh. venue. Oh. I've already said too much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. how about we, we you pick another track and we okay. play it and then we talk about the joy parties off air. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, we can do that. Yeah. Uh, I guess you know we were discussing this off mic, but yeah, you asked me what my favorite stuff of the year was, and I definitely dodged the answer. But what would you guys say are your favorite albums of the year? Oh, wow! Reflection. Put that mm-hmm. right back to us. Jeez. Uh, mm. I'm like extremely, I know I said this to you off air as well, but I'm extremely into Young Thug at the moment. Uh-huh. Water 6 is so good. His Slime Season mixtapes I've been obsessed with. I just really think what he's doing is so exciting. And like, yeah. and I'm from Atlanta, so oh, yeah. I just like love a lot of the producers and, and voices coming out of Atlanta right now. So that's that's kind of been like the overall theme of my year looking back. Mm. Just like a lot of excitement around those like random 25 track mixtapes that'll just kind of pop up on like a Monday. It's mm-hmm. great. You don't have to wait for anything anymore. <laughs> what about um, you, Phil? I think my, the record that I've gone back to the most and has like survived a lot of different seasons is Carly's Coverdale's and Alex V's album on Uma Rex. I'm a little bit biased because I'm on that label, but. <laughs> that sounds slightly biased, but it's all right. But I can't, I mean, I listen to a lot of music from labels that I, that I work with or love and respect. And that's the one record that I keep going back to. Yeah. It's good for like mornings, for evenings, for working, for running, for eating, <laughs> for sleeping. You can put it on and fall asleep and it's great. <laughs> so nice. yeah, Carly's Coverdale and LXV. Cool. Yeah. And how about you, Andy? Oh God. You gotta uh, pick one now. Let's see. I'm trying to think of what I put on a ballot <laughs> earlier this week. I think I had the Levon Vincent record up there and the Paranoid London record. Um, as we were kind of discussing off off air, um, I'm really feeling the Vince Staples record. Yeah. You, yeah. Know. you know, I think there's some tracks on the Kendrick album that I really like, but, you know, tip to tail, not the easiest thing to get all the way through. Oh, man. Kendrick, I'm definitely more in the Kendrick camp than Vince Staples. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that record. Yeah. I mean, I like it, you know, but it just was like, I don't know. I think from the era I grew up in hip hop, when you know, you're just like, you know, you just put it on 
it bangs. You don't really have to de- get deeply philosophical. It was, you know, the songs always kind of came first. And I think there's times on the Kendrick where I, mm-hmm. you know, the yeah. philosophy sort of trumps, you know, I the definitely, beats. I definitely start skipping over the monologue as it ends every <laughs> song. It's like exactly. the first time you hear it, it's like, cool. This yeah. is so heavy. I felt that the, the Lauren Hill record was like that when I came out. I was like, oh, cool. There's... <laughs> Talking to a classroom of children at the end of every song. Wow. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, yeah. Sorry, Miss Hill. Sorry, Miss Hill. Mm-hmm. The new Erica Badu track is awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We're going to go, my wife and I are going to go see her, and we're big Erica Badu fans and yeah. uh, loved her Hotline Bling. Yeah. yeah. It's great. She like, has a mixtape coming out soon, too, right? Like oh, Thanksgiving we're, we're or waiting. Uh, she's going to play at King's Theater. We're going to go. Oh, we're yeah. looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Janet. Someone else we haven't talked about much, uh, you know, like Janet. the Janet Jackson record. She's going to be playing next year. We're cool. very excited about that, too. So, Is the Erica performance like a proper concert or this like new performance art thing she's doing? I mean, I'm sure we just take whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah. You know, I think my favorite thing on her uh, Drake remixes when she's kind of singing about the part about like the dude on the dance floor with the champagne. <laughs> and it was just like. You know, I, so I like perfect. that flip, you know, yeah. it's, it's a pretty funny flip, you know, yeah. sure. and, so and let's be real. We can all picture Drake surrounded by a bunch of dudes drinking champagne on the dance floor. <laughs> 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 um, so I guess this is the, the last track, right? Yeah. What do you got just for the send off? This is a new fast automatic daffodils and it is, uh, I don't know them. What is who are from they from 1990? I think they were kind of one of those like British rock bands that kind of did a little dabble in some dance remixes or what have you. Cool. Um, I don't know. It sounds good though. Let's find out.
You're listening to Freak Trains on East Village Radio. New, fast, automatic daffodils. Big, big baka. <laughs> big baka. That was the last track from Andy's selection. Andy, thank you so My much for coming My extremely through. random section. Thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, it was I had a really, great time. Really awesome, great man. Talk, talking to you. Yo, definitely. And thank you to everyone listening, too. Sure, sure. Yes. Definitely come back in the new year, man. Oh, yeah. I can do that. Sweet. Yeah. Sweet. Cool. Um, we're going to keep the music a-flowing, but Andy is no longer involved in the music selection. He's done. He's cut off. <laughs> I'm going to yank this mic out and drop it <laughs> if I can figure out how. <laughs> All right, this coming up is Misery Again from Greg Ashley. We released on Mexican Summer back in 2011. Stay locked, freak trains. We got another half hour left with ya. Try to lead me on in 
the morning you'll still be gone Just like this song We don't belong Big shouts to the man, Andy Beta, coming yes. through. What a guy. What a dude. Played some really, really good stuff for us today. And if you're just tuning in, uh, you missed out. You missed it. But we are uploading all of our shows on SoundCloud, uh, on our Mexican Summer yeah. SoundCloud. So you, you can, can check it out on the archive yeah. soon. Next week. Anywho. Oh, but Andy, is, he told us before he left and he asked us to plug this on air that he is DJing at the Ace Hotel in New York. Monday night at 8 p.m. Yes. So if you did hear selections, you were like, holy balls, that was amazing. Then just go to Ace Hotel on Monday. Yeah, just go sit on the big distressed leather couch and drink a cocktail and... Listen to Andy. Listen to Andy. I don't know. <laughs> we have we have another special guest on the air with us right now. The man, Ryan McRaihu, who performs and records and destroys electronic fan... Uh, preconceptions of what's possible with techno and beyond the man like Trancer. Ryan, how are you? What's up guys? Hey Ryan. I'm, I'm, I'm good. How, how are you? We're are good. You good. We're good. We're enjoying the <laughs> studio hang in the East village mm-hmm. and we're happy to, to have cool. you on air. We wanted you to, to, to share some good news before everybody else hears it next week. And that is, about what we're going to announce next week. Yeah, for sure. Um, I've been working on a record that's finished, and it's coming out next week, or it's being announced next week. Coming out next year. Uh, yeah, super excited. Yep. Get it out there. It's been like in my head, and your heads as well. For sure. So, yeah, we're, uh, we're stoked about it. And you, you yeah. did some amazing video work, too, to go along with the announcement. I, I checked out the video for Karaga. Is that how you say it? Karaga, yeah. Karaga. The and videos. Karaga. Yeah. Uh, your, your collaborator, Buddy, did the video. And we're going to share that a little bit later. We're going to share it in December. Okay, I'm just so excited. And it's cool. beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, the, the whole concept is, uh, you know, big audiovisual piece. Uh, collaboration with uh, Milton Melvin Croissant. So we're rolling out lots of video content and touring on it. And yeah, very excited to share all this with everyone. For sure. Uh, so the album's called Arcology, and it's going to be out in March 2016. 
And we want to play we want to play that 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 track Kiraga with the East Village Radio fans. Is cool. that is that cool, Ryan? <laughs> you know what? That's totally cool. <laughs> yes. World totally cool. <laughs> I was worried for a second. You were like, "No, I was guys." Hold back on you guys. Wait till Tuesday. <laughs> let's, let's keep this going for another year. <laughs> really build it up. Well, no, I would love that. I'm I'm so stoked for people to hear this and and dig into this world that the buddy and I have been living in for a long time now. Yeah. When's the next time people can see you and maybe with buddy live? That's, that is a good question. I've been kind of, you know, laying low, uh, for the winter, just kind of reorienting my life sets. And, um, I don't know, we're hoping to do something in Denver, you know, before the year wraps or beginning of next year, but I've been kind of enjoying like new development phase so for sure well let's get that let's get Um, that development phase rolling on the airwaves right now (laughs) and play the new single Kiraga thanks for talking to us Ryan yeah thanks so much man. yeah thanks for having me have a great weekend you guys too peace Kiraga yes Kiraga
Radio on East Village Radio, brought to you by Mexican Summer Radio. Yeah. Uh, so that was a nice little track from Washed Out called Feel It All Around. And in the meantime, while that was playing, we, we rang up our good friend Rick from Ad Hoc, and he's going to fill us in on what's going on this weekend in the New York area. Rick, are you there? Yes, I am. How's everyone? Oh, we're good. We're good, Rick. How are you? Oh, I'm so good. There's so many great shows this weekend. Oh, my God. (laughs) Tell us. (laughs) Well, if you're lucky enough to get tickets for tonight, uh, One of Tricks Point Never is playing at the villain Snyder's show. Definitely one not to be missed if you got the tickets. Um, Is, Is it sold out? Have you guys heard the One of Tricks record? Yeah. Yeah, it's fucked up. Everyone has. It's insane. It's so good. <laughs> so good. So cute. So Love cute. Em. So cute. So cute. <laughs> uh. Uh, but after that, you can cruise over to uh, Palisades for Code 9 and uh, Mesh with uh, Gang. That'll be super lit, forward-thinking dance music. Probably the best uh, the best one that's going to be happening in the next few months, to be honest with you. Nice. Um, if you're not counting December 3rd at uh, Output with uh, with Arca, uh, Shane, and uh, Total Freedom, Ooh. which will be super sick as well. Um, and uh, Saturday, you've got um, Priest, a punk band from D.C., very, very good shopping in from the uk really great uk post-punk stuff uh with arm candy opening they're super good local sort of like a residence of silent barn i guess mm-hmm. where Frequent is that faces. that sounds good to me <clears throat> that'll also be at palisades oh. actually um that one's actually edging towards being sold out um and uh, Sunday, you've got uh, Frankie Cosmos with uh, All Dogs, who are coming out from the Midwest. They put out a really excellent record earlier this year. Um, and uh, it's left Eskimo, who actually sold out babies like by themselves wow. as well. So that'll definitely be like a hot ticket. Um, cute. And uh, what is that? Oh, I said cute. Cute. So cute. Yeah. It's going to be such a precious show. Bring your sweaters. Yeah. <laughs> Braid your hair. Yeah. But if you don't want to go to Webster Hall, you can, uh, you should, on Sunday, you should probably go to the uh, Stove record release, uh, which is happening at Silent Barn. Uh, Stove is a new project from uh, Steve of Avlov, who recently broke up. Very, very good great band not as much oh. fanfare or on their breakup as krill but still super excellent band really really good definitely worth checking out nice for sure wow that's such a stacked weekend are you going to be doing all of those things yourself how do you, no how do i think you do those it? are just the best things i think okay. that's what you should go to i was picturing you like hoverboarding around to all of those shows oh i saw actually <laughs> uh somebody had a a uh, Segway, a unicycle Segway, and 
<laughs> um, that was like the highlight of my day, really. Wow. <laughs> so, so yeah. the, the key is to rent one of those and go to every one of these shows this yeah. weekend. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Buy a car or a Segway. <laughs> Buy a car. <laughs> uh, that's a great, great lineup, Rick. Thank you so much for breaking it down for us and listeners of East Village Radio. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, thank you, Rick. Anytime. Love you guys. Love EVR. See ya. Love right back. Bye, Bye. Rick. Bye. So for the end of our show, we're going to play uh, two tracks. One is a freak pick from moi, and the other is a freak pick from toi, <laughs> a.k.a. Me. Rachel. Yeah. Uh, so first one up is my pick. This is a track by Maki Asakawa, who I discovered a few months back through a compilation of her work that, um, through her works that Honest John's put out. Uh, it's a great compilation. It's just called Maki Asakawa. I recommend everybody go out and get it. And this track is a title I've forgotten, but it's beautiful. Let's play it. My pick, Maki, Akas- uh, Maki Asakawa. This song is called Govinda. I remembered while I heard her say it a couple of times. 
Uh, that was my freak selection for the week. Really nice. Thank you. I'm happy you enjoyed it. I really did enjoy it. So this show is being rebroadcast tonight, 10 p.m. on East Village Radio. So if you missed any of what happened before I started talking, then you should tune back in at 10 p.m. and listen to the full thing. Andy Betta's set was great. Yeah. We talked to Ben Steidel of Co-op 87. Uh, Thug and Trancer called in, introduced a new single. Rick gave us a lowdown on what you should be doing this weekend. Yeah, this was a good one. Hell one yeah. of our best. Definitely. And also, uh, look up Mexican Summer on SoundCloud. We're going to start archiving these episodes for y'all to refer back to. Um, so for you busy bees on the go, you can stream from the cloud. You can. So my freak pick for this week is a new track. I think it just came out like yesterday or something. But it's a collaboration from Rich Homie Kwan and Young Thug who I already have obsessively gushed about on this episode. <laughs> um, both from Atlanta and both uh, just really exciting young uh, talents to be coming out of my city. And the song is called Dead On and it's hot. Yes, we'll be back December 4th, our next Freak Train show. Uh, stay up to date with everything we're doing, like when we announce who our special guest will be. By following us on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook at Mexican Summer. Yeah, and thanks to all of our guests. Thanks to our producer Max Reed for all of his help. Thanks to East Village Radio for having us. Uh, thank you to New York City. You guys are all beautiful. We love you. Rich Homie Kwan, Young Thug. Let's do this. I fought the quick and fat, then I went to bed on Look how they got a fat ass, a good little head on Can they talk behind my back, cause I know they scared of me. Yo, I ain't my flu nigga, but my shit be dead on, dead on, dead on Dead on, dead on, dead on Ran off on them country nigga, but I'm dead wrong Aiming at these fuck nigga, but you know I'm dead on Dead on, dead on I'm playing dead, but I'm dead on you you not a blood, but you got red on you And I watch my surroundings like the feds on me I just got me some pants on the plane, I feel like an alien Man, I'm so high up, I'm higher than every alien Went from open mic to performing in the stadiums Now all my shoes, they sponsored by Margella Mason now. And I feel like I'm high up in the air Then I went to bed on Let's how they got a fat ass a good little head on And they talk behind my back Cause I know they scared of me. Yo, I ain't my flu nigga But my shit be dead on Dead on, dead on Dead on, dead on, dead on Ran off on them country nigga But I'm dead wrong Aiming at these fuck nigga But you know I'm dead on Dead on, dead on S-18, I call me a felon Influenced by the movie Billy Got on all black just like a reverend Why? These niggas act like Tyler Perry I swear I'm geeked up about the medics So if you try me your ass better be ready Cause I saw the God I bought one of y'all niggas and won't think about it If that is your main, hold on rank around me I was lost in the maid till somebody found me Money for rainy days, I can't go without it Nigga don't talk no shit if you not about it My nigga move hoes, I ain't talking out it Bitches take all their clothes just to stand by me Got a pocket full of stone trying to get off them And I wanted to the song, but 
sound awful. I'm way down, Swain Taylor. I fucked the quick and fat, then I went to bed on. Look, shout they got a fat ass, it's a good little head on. And they talk behind my back, cause I know they scared them. Yo, I ain't my flu nigga, but my shit be dead on, dead on, dead on. Dead on, dead on, dead on. Ran off on them country nigga, but I'm dead wrong. Aiming at these fuck nigga, but you know I'm dead on. Dead on, dead on.